Hello and welcome to the one 160th of a second photography podcast. I just want to thank you for bearing with me with the last couple of episodes. I've been in a really busy period of my life and I didn't quite have time to get episodes out. I'd always played with the idea before of using um, text-to-speech to do episodes and the last two episodes were using text-to-speech and I tried out different softwares for that and I didn't receive any feedback that people didn't like it, it saved me time and essentially if I didn't do that, use those softwares, I wouldn't have been able to get any episodes out for those two weeks due to my other time commitments. So I just want to say thank you to the listeners for bearing with me with that. Today's episode is called Duplication because I look on Instagram and I looked on Instagram the other day and I saw a photo and I thought, ah, that photo belongs to Gary. Now, Gary was a guest. He runs RE Photography, a YouTube vlogging channel about landscape photography. And I got him on to talk about history images um, a, a lot of episodes ago. And we had a good chat about that. It's a podcast, so you couldn't see the images, but I could see the images. And he showed me one in an underground station. And I said, I think that's the best one you've shown me. It was a really, really good image. Excellent street photography image. Excellently taken, very well edited. It was just a really, really good image. And I saw it the other day. And on Instagram, I follow street photography a few just people who seem to have photos taken of them now and again, um, portraits, models on certain portraits, or I should say models who I've seen through the portraits um, collection that I follow. So I followed them, some fairly big and, and well-known models, who I suppose are just really their business is just being an Instagram person and I follow some sort of street photography collectives and some black and white collectives now when I say collectives they put on Instagram other people's pictures and they sort of curate them so I think one is black and white experiments and I they just put up really good black and white images one is for street photography and um, and, and so on and so forth so they they don't go out and take pictures in their genre but they put pictures up for a specific genre from other people they have big follows big they're well known and people like to submit their work to them and they put it up and I thought oh well Gary's done really well because Gary's clearly his street photography image has got into this curation this group so I clicked on it and I I didn't click on it I tapped on it because it was on my phone had a look and it wasn't Gary it was someone else in fact it was a lady judging by the profile name Oh, wow, that's that's so similar to what I saw from Gary. And then it made me think about duplication. There's no way that this person would have copied Gary's image if, if they'd even seen it. There's so many images going about that you're not going to see all of them. And it got me thinking, this person no way would have set out to copy Gary's image. They wouldn't have seen Gary's image and thought, I'm going to copy that. But they've come up with an image so similar that I thought it was Gary's image how have they done this you know at first glance i actually thought it was gary's image how have they done this is it just chance this has happened or are we all in danger of maybe doing something that someone else has done before and it's very interesting i say maybe do something that someone else has done before because a few years ago i watched a youtube episode from jamie windsor he's a photographer he's got quite a good following on youtube he does good thoughtful youtube videos about photography and his argument in this video was your work is not original even if you're not intending to copy people 
your work is not original because of your influences. So you might shoot in a particular style, but somehow you've got to think about that style. You've seen things somewhere, you've experienced things, you've seen other pictures, and so you end up copying a style. You're not unique, but it's not deliberate. We all do that. There are songs that sound the same to songs from the 60s. There are songs that sound very similar to each other because ultimately there's only a finite number of combinations you can do without repeating stuff. So there are, of course, cover songs. And there are, of course, songs that somehow sound like that or somehow sound like other songs, which aren't intending to be copies. And then there's sampling. So sometimes duplication and copying is a good thing. It gives something new life. You transform something from one thing to another. And and that's great. And that's a good art form. And sometimes things end up duplicated through no one's fault or no one's intention. Now, where Gary and this person went to take the photo is probably a bit iconic. Probably lots of people will go and think, I'll take a street photography photo here. So it's bound to happen that you have duplication in street photography where people are doing street photography in the same area, in the same subgenre. You won't, you'd be very, very unlucky to duplicate with the exact same people in street photography. That's very unlikely to happen. But I go to London, or I used to go to London to do street photography. This was before COVID-19. And I would go to certain places in London. Certain places are going to be better for street photography than other places. So it's highly likely I will take an image on the street or in the same rough location that someone else has. It'd be good to look at them and say, oh, you did this and I did that. And it was winter, it was summer. And look at the differences. It's unlikely we'd end up with a very, very similar shot, though. But this image was so iconic in such a specific place. It was on an underground platform in London Underground under the sign that says the tube stop's name. So you're bound to get duplication in that. But it, I did see it and it did make me think back to what I'd seen Jamie Windsor say. And it did make me think, well, how can we avoid it? Well, I don't think you can avoid it because you would need to know everything that's out there to avoid it. You would need to search all the pictures in the world ever to avoid duplicating one. And I do think that would take the fun out of it. So it might be you take a really good image and someone says, yeah, but that's just like his or yeah, that's just like theirs. At the end of the day, so what? It is a risk that it is always going to happen. There is the more pictures that are out there, the more places we go, the more people that have cameras, the more likely it is that we're going to risk duplicating our images. But then do we take images to show people or do we take them for ourselves? So I don't think Gary would go out of his way to get publicity for his photos. So therefore, the person who took it would never know. And even if Gary's was well publicised, there's a chance that the person who took theirs wouldn't have even known about it. So duplication will happen, but I don't think duplication is something to worry about. And on that note, I'm going to call an end to this episode. Stay safe. Try and do some photography if you can. Here in the UK, it's wet and it's windy and it's not really going out for photography weather at the moment. But if you can, do try and get out while staying safe. Thank you. Goodbye.